Hello again, and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. My name is Pastor Drew, and we have reached the end of our study in the book of Psalms. And so I wanted to take a moment to congratulate you, not only for your hard work in reading through this large book of the Bible, but also for all the hard work you've done reading through the scriptures up until this point in our one-year Bible reading plan. I hope that our studies, as well as these devotionals, have been encouraging to you and have been edifying for you. And I pray that you'll continue with us as we make our way to the end of the scriptures, hoping to read through the entire Bible in one year. And so today, as we conclude the Psalter, we're going to be reading Psalm 148, Psalm 149, and Psalm 150. Starting in Psalm 148, Psalm 148 has no author listed, and this psalm is continuing the grand finale of the Psalter by calling upon all of creation to worship Yahweh. From the angels in heaven to the highest mountain peaks to the creatures in the depths of the sea to all the peoples of all the earth, we see a resounding call to worship and praise the Lord. Again, we're reminded of this fact that the purpose of creation is worship. We were created to worship our Creator and spread His glory throughout all the earth. This is one of the reasons why here at North Clay Baptist Church we sing the doxology every Sunday morning. It's because it reminds us of our purpose as well as our mission. Our purpose as God's creatures is to worship and glorify Him in everything we do. And our mission as Christ's church, as the redeemed body of Christ, our mission is to proclaim the gospel and bring all of creation into the right worship of God. Next is Psalm 149. Uh, it also has no author listed. And this psalm is calling upon God's people to worship Yahweh with singing, with music, and with dancing, which is a tough one for us Baptists. And the second half of the psalm calls for God to judge the nations. In verses 6 and following, we read this, Let the praises of God be in their throats, and, and, the, and a two-edged sword in their hands, to execute vengeance on the nations, and punishments on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains, and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them the judgment written. We know from elsewhere in Scripture that the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God, which is sharper than any two-edged sword. We also see in the Great Commission that God has commanded His church to disciple the nations through the proclamation of His gospel. As Calvin notes in his commentary on this psalm, he says this, quote, As to the church collective, the sword now put in our hand is of another kind, that of word and spirit, that we may slay for a sacrifice to God those who formerly were enemies, or again deliver them over to everlasting destruction unless they repent. For what Isaiah predicted of Christ extends to all who are his members. He shall smite the wicked with the word of his mouth and shall slay them with the breath of his lips." End quote. So we see in this psalm that it is through the worship of God and the wielding of the two-edged sword of the Spirit that the people of God will conquer the nations. Being equipped with the Word of God, which is living and active, and being commissioned by Christ to disciple the nations, we will see His church conquer the earth through the powerful proclamation of His gospel. And lastly is Psalm 150. Psalm 150 also has no author listed. And as we've seen throughout the Psalms as a whole, as well as in particular these last six Psalms, the dominant theme of the Psalms is the praise and worship of Yahweh. 
And the final Psalm, Psalm 150, we see this theme uh, of praise, especially as the call for praise occurs 13 times. Being the final Psalm and it being fairly short in length, I figured I'd just read it for us in its entirety. Psalm 150 reads, praise Yahweh. Praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. As we bring our study of the Psalms to a close, this final Psalm serves as a fitting end. We see that Yahweh is praiseworthy uh, for who he is and for what he has done. We see that the worship of God should be loud and joyous, and it should be the defining mark of God's people. And finally, we see that every breath we should take, every breath that we will take, is to be offered to him in praise, in worship. If there's anything that we can take from our study in the, in the entirety of the Psalms, uh, it, it should be this, that God is infinitely worthy of our worship, both in the peaks as well as the valleys of life. It's that we were created for the purpose of worship as God's creatures, as his image bearers, and now as new creatures created in Christ Jesus. And that the end to which all things are coming is the praise and worship of Yahweh either through the power of the gospel, which transforms hearts and disciples, the nations, or through the bodily return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at which time every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So I hope that you've enjoyed our time in the Psalms. I know that I sure did, and I look forward to seeing you again soon as we continue in our one-year Bible reading plan.